In this series, LowImpact.org and the Open Credit Network talks with people working to build a mutually owned, democratic, decentralised economy that builds community and doesn't destroy nature. We want to increase collaboration to bring about system change. Find links to the sites mentioned in the videos in the description below. Join the conversation by liking, commenting and subscribing to our channel. Something you, something you wrote on your website jumped out at me. Uh, I mean, for me, it's all about system change. Uh, so I want to get to know how what you're doing contributes to system change. And you wrote, I think I said earlier, we have in mind an operating system for a new economy. Um, how do we get there? What do you mean by that? How do, how do we get there? Yeah, well, I tried to explain a little bit about what we might mean about that. Oh, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be up to the, all the people who implement this stuff. Um, how do we get there? Boy, wish I had that crystal ball. Um, you know, I, a lot of it is working on the details, you know, and a lot of it is working with other people so that we can try to get on the same page, um, work together, kind of be pulled in the same direction. Um, and I don't know, you know, I, I hope we have time to try to put some things in place. I suspect we don't. <laughs> but I would rather try. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's exactly the way I feel as well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like what you're doing could allow networks of small local businesses, including co-ops and sole traders, mm -hmm. to, come, to come together to get some of the benefits that large corporations have in their size and their reach. Um, is that right? I think that is right. Want to try it in London? Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. But crucially, it also sounds like your work is to do with the, the real economy, i.e. Um, people whose day involves producing useful products, products and services rather than people whose day involves working out how to invest and speculate and lend and rent just to make more money. Uh, is um, that, that is true. We're, we, we are very focused on use value, you know, to use an old term. Um, and on trying to build an economy where we kind of can collectively decide within our limits what we, you know, what we do need. That there's a lot of leeway there, right? Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely that. It's uh, pretty solidly anti-capitalist. You know, you could not do that, this. That capital. was my next question. That was my next question. So if a new economy is not capitalism, what is it? Um, I don't know, and I hesitate to use any words that are going to yeah. freak anybody out or yeah. be yeah. able yeah. to be defined in 20 ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, it's, it's definitely not capitalism. I mean, that whole drive for expansion, um, you know, as you, you just described all the silly speculation and, and whatever, you know, we, we can't afford that stuff. I just heard on the radio that um, Green King, which is a brewery, used to be a small brewery in the south of England, has just been bought by a Hong Kong consortium oh. who also own Superdrug and they also own, I think, the three mobile phone network. So they're clearly not interested in making beer. They're not brewers. Right. The only no. reason you've done that is to make lots of money. And so exactly. I'm absolutely disinclined ever to drink Green King beer. I've been <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drink Green King 
anymore. But yeah. um, lots of the small breweries, they, they, they start to get eaten up by the big conglomerates who are not interested in beer at all. They're just interested in money. And I don't want to support them. I want to support small local breweries. But it's getting harder and harder and harder to, to find them. And I'm, and I'm hoping that yeah. you know, people like you can come up with systems which will allow small businesses to thrive instead of being pushed out by the corporate sector. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, let's see, beer versus money. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on the um, I'm on the platform co-ops email list initiated by mm-hmm. Nathan Schneider. I don't know if you are as well. I'm not on the email list, but yeah, we know of him and have chatted briefly. I don't comment very often, and when I do, it's about wider political issues rather than tech. Uh, but on that list recently, there's been talk about several ideas that are, in effect, blueprints for a new economy. Um, I have a bit of a problem with that, with blueprints. It's, it's usually one person working on their own um, and then presenting a finished plan to a grateful world. Uh, and I, I just don't think that's going to work. The, the, the plans are usually 30 pages long and no one's going to even read them. Um, and we already have people building the new economy, you know, community energy, community support agriculture. Yeah free and open source software, REA accounting. There's lots of projects happening which together can constitute the new economy. Uh, and we're building the open credit network and, and mm-hmm. Matthew's building the credit commons. Yeah. So could your work dovetail with all these um, initiatives, including a, a moneyless economy, a mutual credit economy? Um, that is certainly the goal and the model will certainly support that. So I sure hope so. You know, I, I hope we can all kind of get our act together and I, you know, love to, we we love to work with people on the ground. That's kind of how we we've done this anyway. Um, and so, yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, I think, uh, maybe it was you or somebody in your, your, uh, your crowd there in the UK was uh, talking about getting people together who are thinking along these lines. And I would love to do that. I think it'd be really great to get us all, you know, get some examples to compare, kind of hash out some details, see if we can kind of pull in the same direction. And anybody who wants to start something on the ground, totally, you know. Right. I've heard you. Give it a shot. (laughs) I'm going to follow that up. Um, I, I guess my question was about wealth concentration. If, if, if wealth okay. concentrates, if wealth continues to concentrate, we can say goodbye to democracy, really. Um, sure. And, and as long as there's conventional money out there, how do we stop it concentrating? I can't think of any way to do that. And so mutual credit is a moneyless system. Um, could your work help to build things like um, reputation building? So mutual credit is based on trusted relationships. Is that something that could be accounted for? Yeah, um, well, mutual credit itself can definitely be accounted for. It's, uh, it's resources. It's, you know, it's, I mean, I guess you can consider mutual credit to be um, sort of like a, a, a currency, or you can consider it to be basically just accounting, you know. Uh, here's when, when all this, these different directions, you keep track of it through, through mutual credits. Um, and I, I like mutual credit in that it, it, of has these built-in constraints toward what you're talking about people just building wealth forever um that would be difficult so mutual credit is cool it would be great if we could talk a little bit sometime about how to 
kind of integrate mutual credit and the like production piece of the economy you know like that might be, be a conversation um, i think that might be a conversation with one of our more technical guys and I, i've got something sure. i've got somebody in mind for that conversation <laughs> okay perfect yeah because you can you know wouldn't it be great to use some mutual credit to be able to get what you need to start up something you know that usually mm -hmm. takes a little bit of upfront wouldn't it just uh investment in resources wouldn't that'd be pretty just... cool okay see i know exactly the person <laughs> to get to talk with you um also i think more and more people are understanding now that banks create money from nothing yeah I'll put a link to something that explains that in the description for people who don't know. But when you take out a mortgage for say a hundred thousand, uh, if the bank gives it to you, they, they didn't have that hundred thousand. They, they're not, right. they're not taking it from somewhere to give you. They just put it into your account and they say that now you owe them a hundred thousand plus interest. And, and they, they account for it with double entry bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. they, they record your, uh, your debt to them as an asset and they record the 100k in your account as a liability and they cancel each other out as if nothing's happened and it sort of disguises the fact that they've just created a hundred thousand pounds as debt uh, from nothing and and this is the way money is created uh, but for me it's fraudulent uh, <laughs> the state lets them get away with it but for me it's absolutely fraudulent and i read somewhere that your system replaces double entry bookkeeping so so would it kill that kind of zero reserve banking if it, it, was, would, it was implemented everywhere? It uh, would not have to. No, the system itself is pretty agnostic. It can be used for, you know, whatever the name of your biggest bank is. Um, yeah. And it can be used for, you know, things that are way more positive than your biggest bank and are, that are doing real things. And creating useful things for people um, so the, the system is fairly agnostic um, that has to be people you know and their social relations changing and just getting rid of some of those opportunities you know so that's kind of at the level above REA right you know like mutual credit is an example that puts a bunch of limits on that yeah yeah it would so how did you get into all this? How, how did you, how did you learn? <clears throat> um, well, I've sort of been an activist all my adult life. You know, I kind of came of age in the U.S. where we were going through the civil rights movement. Uh, we were in the Vietnam War. You know, there was the women's movement. There was a lot of stuff going on and a lot of people becoming politicized in my generation. Um, so I've kind of, I've never lost that really. You know, um, at some point I uh, ended up being a, a software developer, not right away, but uh, <laughs> soon enough. And so I got those skills and I had, you know, I had that as a day job and raised a couple kids and, you know, etc. that sort of thing. And so I think those are skills that are useful to the movement in general. So yeah, here I am. And um, what successes have you had so far? Um, I, yeah, I actually want to be fairly clear about that because a lot of your questions are sort of larger than we are right now, you know, farther <laughs> along. Yeah, so um, we, 
I mean, we've had kind of individual small successes. Uh, we've proved the model, I think. Um, we have now gotten it into a vocabulary that will will need improvement, but is a good basis to start um, creating software that can talk to each other uh, and applications, you know, little ones, whatever. People can, people can put all kinds of stuff together, um, which should give us a lot more flexibility. Um, we are <coughs> kind of right now just starting up several other projects that are committed to using value flows. So those are not showing results that you can see yet, you know. Um, so that's, that's not yet a success. Uh, hopefully it, it will be and give us something to take from there. You know, I, I try not to get too personally attached because I don't, you know, it's, this needs to be for the commons and it needs to be for everybody and, you know, it needs to be for young people and that kind of, that kind of thing. So I feel like, um, some of the ideas are taking hold. You know, we've had really interesting conversations with people uh, on this round of projects. And, but, you know, that's where we're at, going through those little spirals. I guess, um, so how, how do you think you can communicate what you do to people working in the new economy? How can they incorporate it in their work? I think right now it, uh, well, there's some documentation and value flows, but I think right now a lot of it needs to be person to person, you know, and we need to work with people who want to do something more on the ground um, in the peer-to-peer -peer economy. Um, and hopefully we're going to, and we'll, we'll get past this stage, you know, but the more people learn about it, the better. We'd love to pass along some of this to younger people, you know, Bob and I are getting along on our our years here um so yeah i uh that's yeah, a very a good question hmm? it's got to be a maybe legacy we, yeah it'll be a legacy system no you know maybe we maybe we need to do more interviews with people like you you know i i tend to sit in my computer and you know make software or you know make designs or whatever but uh so what's the most useful thing that i for example, could do to help you to to help you spread your idea. Um, that might be more your department than my department. <laughs> <laughs> I I think we ought to have a little chat about mutual credit and REA. Yes. And uh, about what you're doing, and you know the small businesses and other and co-ops that you're working with. That yes. would be. That might be productive. Yes. Um, and we probably need to do more ourselves to just, you know, be doing that. But we're we're pretty focused on practice and getting some some of this stuff working, you know, on the ground with real groups. So why would these real groups what's what's the hook? Why would these real groups come to you? I will encourage people working <laughs> on the ground to come to you. Why, why would they want to do that? What's the, what's the, the big sell? How do I? <laughs> the big sell. <laughs> um, that is a good question. I think people, so one of the projects we're working on right now is with Holochain. 
and they have seriously bought into REA. You know, this is how they want to conduct their economic activity um, in that, you know, software environment. Um, and I'm trying to think what some of the attraction was. Some of it was, yeah, this is uh, this is accounting that that can work for um, a networked economy. You know, some of it, uh, you know, it's it's people people see its power once they start getting familiar with the model and they think about about it in their terms. You know, um, one of the groups that wants to do an application on whole chain. Uh, is trying to hook together farmers and processors and restaurants, for example, you know, and, uh, you know, when they see how that stuff flows and how everybody can see what it is and you can see what's fair and you can see what's coming and you can see where everything came from and all that stuff, they go, ooh, you know, it's going to be powerful stuff. So I, I don't know, I, I feel like that is... Um, working for people. Some people are really attracted to the fact that you can do a contributive economy with it because if you have a record of uh, every, I mean that you're going to reward people based on their contributions and that's that's an attractive thing for some groups right now. You know people have all different kinds of ways they want to make things fair. Obviously that doesn't work for the whole society because we have old people and we have children you know, et cetera. But, um, the, you know, this, the REA value flows um, model can, since it can keep track of everything that ever went into this as far back as you want to go, you can say, and this would work really well for open source software, you know, which is not rewarded right now very well. Um, but it works for anything, you know, and if you get paid for something, everybody who contributed to that in any way can be found and get a piece of that based on, you know, an agreed upon formula that you all have. So some, a lot of groups are attracted to that. It sounds as though what you're doing would, it would dovetail with mutual credit really, really well. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't have much money. A lot of people working to yeah. change the system don't have much money, but with mutual credit, we can all reward each other. Mm-hmm. I've found with mutual credit, trying to get people interested and bring people into mutual credit, um, focusing on their self-interest works much better than focusing on, hey, let's change the world. Unfortunately, that does seem to be the case. People say, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea, but they really can't be bothered to roll their sleeves up and actually do something. Okay. Uh, even, the, even people who I think would be really, really early adopters. Yeah. Actually, some people have actually said to me, Oh, uh, you know, I'll I'll do this when everybody else does it. Yeah, somebody's got to start doing this. Somebody's got to take the lead and 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 start pushing it forward. And that's definitely a problem because all of this stuff needs some critical mass. You know, yeah. it needs the network effect. It needs yeah. all of those things. So it is really really hard to get going. And I think probably we do need to start with people who really get it and have that. You know, let's do some good here before we kill ourselves kind of kind of an attitude so I, you know what i don't know that is a hard problem difficult to find who those people are i mean i'm talking to people in the transition movement and people who go yeah. on uh, extinction rebellion marches and it's not them they are not the early adopters so I'm, it's, a, it's an even smaller group within mm -hmm. that group so okay it's, it's yeah it's, it's looking like self-interest is the best way to attract people and that 
That's okay. Yeah. This yeah. Has to, I mean, it is self-interested yeah. because, yeah. you know, once you figure out that your self-interest actually is the same as your collective interest, yeah. you know, then you go, oh, well, okay, you know, I, if I don't do this, I'll be in, yeah. in trouble, you know? So, yeah, I, yeah. Do you know about, I'm, I'm also interested in working on how to, as I said, connect different projects together. I'm talking with John Walker and Angela Espinosa. They, um, yeah. They're using the viable system model. VSN people, yeah. You, you know about VSN. What, what, do you, yeah. what do you think about it? Um, I think we would have a very interesting discussion and could find ways to connect some of that stuff up. That's very interesting to hear you say that. I will, I will talk to some people. That would be a very interesting conversation. We um, had a conversation several years ago with some uh, VSN group. I think they were working within maybe P2P Foundation, but I'm not positive. Um, that ended up falling apart. One of the people was ill. Anyway, you know, stuff happened. But uh, we did go partly, partway down that route, and it'd be really interesting to try it again. So what's what's your what are you what what's your ambition? What's your what's the what's next? Next is to um, get through this current round of projects and see what you know what that practice brings us. Um, we're going to learn a lot about te technical kinds of things. You know how to actually do these kinds of distributed systems. There's all kinds of ways people are trying to do that, and it hasn't shaken out. You know, and we'll learn a lot more about. Um, you know, we'll get more tweaks to the REA value flows model. Um, yeah, so I think we're in a round of practice. And that's where we're at. We've got to get, get through this stage. Uh, more people would be, you know, great. We're not full up. And what, what are the biggest obstacles you, you think you're going to face? Or you are facing? Um, I think one is what we were talking about, well, one is what you were just mentioning about, uh, you know, people understanding their interest and self-interest. But I think, I think more immediate is probably, you know, how do we figure out how to put all these people who are trying to do really similar things together and uh, start being able to pull the same way a little more and make our compromises and have our discussions and stuff like that. That would be, I think, really helpful and so somebody watching this thinking yes great I want to get involved what do they do they just contact you and say okay I'm interested in this what can I do uh, sure they could contact us they could contact you right yeah yep you're yeah. trying to pull people together and uh, create some synergies and I guess so, yeah. we're building a we're building a a mutual credit network in the UK, but your work could be global, couldn't it? You you could help people yeah. anywhere, and um, I guess. It and we do. Good. We got people all over the place. I guess it would be really so. good if you had a if you had a connected sort of um, mutual credit account, so people could pay you in mutual credit, and you could use that to spend <laughs> back into this kind of economy to to help other people with startups. That would be an interesting experiment. Yeah. See if we could get enough of a critical mass to make some of that real. Um, I think. You know, I don't know. I mean, people getting funding, especially young people who actually need a full-time job, is is 
continues to be challenging as you yeah. are fully aware. Very, yeah. And um, so, what, so what, what do you think the future holds? Is, um, is capitalism going to collapse? And, and will we have a, the infrastructure <laughs> to allow people to get the things that they need when it does, if it does? I suspect it will. I, you know, it can't go on forever and in the way it does and it doesn't know how to do things differently. So in some way, you know, in some way it will, um, who knows what order things will happen, what pressures will come first, you know, how climate will fit into all the sort of internal issues, um, as well as resource depletion and all that stuff. There's so many unknowns, but yeah, I expect, expect it will. Um, I hope we can, you know, have enough things in place and have enough self-awareness to not just fall into complete chaos and, you know, who knows, warlords, whatever, right? Wow. Um, <laughs> a lot of armies. I mean, you know, so I don't know. I hope, Dave. I just, <laughs> I don't know, but... And I don't, I, I wouldn't even venture a guess, but yeah. I think it's worth working on. I think we need to continue this conversation. And um, so this, this interview was just a general introduction and it's quite, it's, it's turned into quite a long one. I think I might, I might have to split it into three parts. Oh dear. Um, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> don't, don't apologize. Um, <laughs> where can people keep up to speed with what you're up to? You've got a blog or what do they, how do they, how do they stay in touch with you? Oh, we should, we should, we should have a blog probably. Um, yeah, we don't have good ways. People can contact us at, uh, at Mycorrhizal. Um, and we used to, we, we tried to kind of set out, send out newsletters, but then we just never did. <laughs> We're bad. Uh, I, so I don't know. We don't really have a, have a good way, but if you get in contact with us, we'll, we'll get, we'll kind of get, get people slotted in, in places that they would be interested or make sense for them or whatever. And we'll, you know, see what kind of work people want to do. So for, for introductory information, would people go to value flows or um, mycorrhizal? Uh, depends on what they want to learn. Either one would be fine. Um, value flows has a lot of explanation of the actual vocabulary and REA and that kind of stuff. Mycorrhizal is our, sort of lame out of date website that explains what all we're up to. Um. <laughs> okay. Lame out of date website. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So we need to do better at this. <laughs> but um, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I, can I subscribe you to the non-corporate blog and uh, you can see what you can see other interviews with. Uh, sure. Um, yeah. And we're sort of all around in various chats, you know, yeah. we're in metaverse yeah, 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 yeah. and social.coop and various places. Yeah. Who else should I interview? <laughs> oh, I probably know lots of people you could interview. Tell me something. I'll give it, I'll give it some thought and okay, lovely. send lovely, you some yeah. names. And um, do you think um, REA accounting should be a low impact topic? We have, we have 220 topics. We have an, an eco economics section. Do you think it's uh, it should be a topic on, in itself? Um, it probably could be. I, I don't know. Uh, send me send me the links and let me take a peek. Okay. okay. What all you got going out there? Okay. And in I'll, the uh, in, in cyberspace. So I just interviewed somebody about commoning, and so oh, good. 
commoning is going to be a, a topic in the in the economy section. But we have all the usual suspects, you know, community energy, platform co-ops, worker co-ops, housing co-ops, okay. all that sort of fair trade. And I think yeah. maybe REA, REA would be good. Yeah. Maybe it should be. Maybe People should. are really are gaining interest. So, yeah, why not? In which case, in which case, I'll definitely speak to you again because I'll be asking to interview you for a full topic introduction. I could take some information from this interview, but um, yeah, I think we, we will definitely, definitely keep in touch. Perfect.